0: On this episode of The Psychic Jam, we are going to be discussing challenges of launching a holistic business.
1: You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holistic preneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of The Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Welcome back to the Psychic Jam.
0: I'm Liz Thropp, and my co hosts today are Jay Lane and Amber Price. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Today, we have a very special guest with us Empowerment Soul Coach Sydney Morrison. And she is here to discuss with us the challenges of starting a holistic business. Now, Sydney, welcome to the show, first and foremost. How are you doing tonight? I am excellent. Thank you guys so much for having me.
2: I always feel so good joining you guys. So
0: thank you. Oh, that's amazing. We we are excited to have you here because you're one of our proteges over at the Psychic Associates and, you know, one of the uh incredible most difficult things is starting anything, right? Like so starting a holistic business, there's a lot of mind you have to go through and emotional ups and downs Sydney. What, if any, challenges did you have in in launching your holistic business?
2: Oh, there were so many challenges. Um, I think the most intense challenge was just kind of like you said, was the getting started. Uh, I grew up very much a planner. Like my mom would go insane because wherever we went, whatever we were doing, I needed to know, Okay, well, what time are we going there? Where are we going? Who's going to be there? How long are we there? How are we getting there? And I would ask all these questions. I needed to know every detail. So when I was starting my business, I knew I had a passion for helping people. I had been certified for Reiki. I knew that's what I wanted to do, but I was like, well, I can't just do that. I need to know like, you know, what other services am I going to offer? You know, what, what are my ideal clients? What is this going to look like? What's that going to look like? What are my other services? And I would plan night and day for weeks on end. And finally, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get anywhere unless I put myself out there. And that was probably the best thing I ever did was just starting. I've been doing my business light your path for a couple years now. And I have Pivoted so many times. Uh, I even had moments where, like, even just recently, you know, we're beginning of June 2023. I rebranded my business a couple weeks ago. And the day after I rebranded, I'm like, nope, you know what? I want to change this. And the next day, oh, I think I want to change this. So I want to say the biggest challenge is just getting used to the fact that nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be the way that you necessarily want it to be. So just throw yourself out there and take it one step at a time. You know, get rid of that idea of you need to have this to push out your business. You need to have this. Those are just limiting beliefs. You have your dream. You got to start from somewhere. You got to learn from somewhere. So just go do it.
0: Amazing. It's so, so true. You know, that is just go do it. And that, that is such a great model. Wouldn't you agree, Amber?
1: Absolutely. I think it's just go big or go home. That's what I think. Go big or go home, baby. I think that when I first started, I had this idea of resistance that was coming over me because I had already had like four, you know, post-secondary education diplomas, certificates, you know, all of these things. and it was ingrained in me that those were the things that I needed to use and I needed to find something that I could get from that higher education that was going to provide me with the income and the the purpose that I was here to do. And that just really wasn't working the way that everybody else wanted it to. <laughs> it just wasn't. So I felt like, you know, I just, For me starting my business was was more about the resistance of trying to fit into this box and really not wanting to and so when it finally came to taking that leap i think it was kind of you know i call it like divine intervention because my dad contacted me and said amber you should just do it like you should just take the leap and do it on the very same day a different Well, a different, that was my dad. Another friend messaged me, totally unrelated to my father, and said, you should just do this full time. Then somebody through my husband messaged me and said, what are you doing this full time? Like I have people who want to talk to you and people who need to talk to you. And then another friend of mine, again, completely unrelated to the group of people. So four different people on the same day had contacted me and said, why don't you do this? So I took that as a sign that, you know, the universe was like yelling at me, basically, like hitting me over the head with a club (laughs) to say, lady, you're not listening. You're not paying attention. You don't need to fit into this box. You just need to do it. You just need to go. So in true style, it was just, you know. Heels dug in. I'm not doing it. I have to have something bigger, better, like some big drastic thing to happen. And I got really physically ill, which made me have to be off work. And then it was like really evident that something had to change. Like I couldn't withhold the corporate world anymore. Like it wasn't working for my mind, body or soul. And so That was the, okay, I said to the universe, I went for a walk and I said, okay, if you will give me two weeks worth of clients, I will quit my job right now. And I fell off the curb. (laughs) So I was like, okay, guess I'm gonna cross the street. So I crossed the street to the other side and and I heard so loudly, no, 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 no. This is not how this works. We already have faith in you. If you quit your job, we will get you more than two weeks' worth of clients. You'll never have to worry about this again. So I was like, okay, you've got my attention. That's a real big ask. Like, as a human, that's a huge ask to be like, oh, just quit your job. Don't worry about your job, but don't worry about your bills. Don't worry about your money. Don't worry about feeding your children. Don't worry about any of those things. Just have faith. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I quit my job. And so I did it that day and my husband came home from work and I said, well, I, I quit my job and he just kind of jaw hit the ground and he was trying to process it. And At the end of it, he just said, are we going to be okay? And I said, yes, because I fell off the curb. And he said, I am, I'm trying to remain calm. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Please help me understand this. I said, well, when I questioned the universe, I fell off the curb. And I took that to mean get off the path you're on, get off of it because you need to go into a different path. You need to head into a different direction, fell off the curb. So he said, okay, does that mean we're going to be okay? And I said, yes, we're going to be okay. Everything's fine. So he said, all right. And hesitantly supported, well, not hesitantly supported me. He supported me wholeheartedly, but hesitantly agreed with my choice to just uproot our whole existence and quit my job in a heartbeat. So thankfully for him and my dad and my friends and everybody around me and the universe, of course, and my my guides, I was able to You know, not be as stubborn as they were in trying to get this message across. And here I am today. But my challenge really was the resistance and digging in about how to get going because it didn't fit into the normal vibe of what everybody else said we should be doing. Once I started my business, it they were true that we all the messages that came through were true i never had to worry again i'm talking like we're i don't even know like 12 13 years later now and i've never ever ever thankfully and full of gratitude had to worry about anything again even when sydney you were talking about rebranding and stuff right and so i think it's like important to mention too like through my journey, it was a lot of rebranding. It was, you know, changing logos. I've always had the pink color, but changing logos, changing my name. Like I was a soul coach at one point and, you know, life coaching, um, medium, psychic, psychic medium, spiritual intuitive. Like you, as you grow, you start to try to figure out what it is that makes the most sense to you. And not because you don't know what it is. It's because you evolve like as you grow through. And I think it's just like, don't be fearful of rebranding don't be fearful of really stepping into who you are in the moment that you're in it because again that's a false learned thing that we have that we we as humans like it's a belief system that we have to just okay I've graduated college and now I'm going to get a job and I'm going to work there till I retire And then away I go. And I mean, I've always noticed in the people that I've worked with, we've got three to five years max in any situation. And then we are evolving, moving and shifting out of. So I guess, you know, I'm going to pass it to Jay, but my two biggest things were really just the resistance and just getting outside of that box that everybody wanted me to fit into.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you're so right, because so many people want you to fit in different boxes. You're so right. Um, And, you know, Sydney, I loved it when you said um, that you had, you know, some challenges with your confidence, like getting out there. And that was my big thing, because I grew up with a psychic mother. And I was embarrassed. <laughs> it, was, it was embarrassing because kids used to make fun of me. Right. And so I tried to get away from it. And when I went to this new high school, I was all happy about it, but it didn't take long for the cat to be out of the bag. And so I didn't do this. I resisted it for many, many years. And when I decided to do it, and like you, Amber, I just up and I quit my job. And, um, I haven't looked back at all. It was, uh, something that I felt I really needed to do. And it takes a while to get that confidence, you know, to go out there and to like, just, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. And this is, you know, how I'm going to get over these challenges because it is kind of scary, especially when you don't have any support or you're by yourself when you're first starting. And that's why, you know, that's why I love, especially the first part of our business course and you've been through it, Um, is that getting out of your closet and addressing all of these things. And so I've seen you grow like so much. You've grown so much in just the last year. I mean, to like, I remember you telling me, I don't want to sit in front of a camera. I'm not doing it. Oh God. How am I going to, I get nervous. Oh my, I don't know if I can function today to, I see you on Instagram, just hey, everybody, it's Sydney. And like, just so natural at it now. And it's amazing how we step into it, right, Sydney?
2: Absolutely. And I think, too, you know, the one thing that we all have in common is that where we were transitioning into our holistic businesses, we just kind of trusted because we knew like, not only is this what we're passionate about, but Like, it's what we know, it's what we're meant to be doing. And as somebody who grew up, you know, I was always told that I was really good at doing public speaking. But I can remember clear as day, like, fourth grade when we were doing our speeches, I had been asked to move on to go into like the big, like, finals, I guess, or whatever they do for speeches. But I'm like, I'm on the verge of passing out and collapsing on the floor. There's no way I'm going and doing this again. And, you know, I realized that. It was just because it wasn't something that I was passionate about. You know, I was in a place where I, you know, I hadn't kind of protected myself energetically. And I was talking about something that I didn't really care that much for. And when I transitioned from this mindset of, oh, I can't be on camera because every time I've been on camera in the past, it's been wildly unpleasant. I couldn't distinguish the difference between. Well, maybe it was because that wasn't the setting for me. And now that I'm running my own business, doing things that I love and that I care about, it's so much easier. And I think, you know, what we can all kind of agree on is the challenges never stop. Like no matter where you are at your business, you're always facing challenges. But because you have that passion, that driving force behind it. It makes it so much easier to face these because, you know, just like we were kind of talking before this podcast, we were saying how, you know, there are some days where, you know, you get up to go to your corporate job and you're just you're feeling so miserable. And I know that firsthand. It's it's awful. You're dreading every day. I would have panic attacks driving to work. And like you, Amber, I was on a, a sick leave because just, yeah, you know, I'd make it halfway driving to to work and I'd have a breakdown in my car and I'd have to turn around and come, come home just mm-hmm. from the thought of going in the office. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, yeah, I still have some days where I'm maybe not feeling the greatest, but I, you know, I can work from my couch or I'm like, you know what, if I just do a little bit now, I can do a little bit later. That's okay. And you just, you can manage them so much better, you know? And I also wanted to mention too, I, I had to write it down because it was a while ago, but Amber, you'd mentioned your certifications and uh, you know, with Jay talking about like confidence, one of the things that stopped me for the longest time from putting myself out there and really stepping into that space of you know what I'm passionate about it so I'm going to put my face out was well why are people going to listen to me you know I don't have any fancy degrees you know I struggled so much with post-secondary I don't have uh, any university degree and I struggled with that for a very long time that even though it wouldn't be relevant to what I'm doing now you know there's no Uh, you know, university degree for being a psychic medium, but I was so worried. I'm like, you know, I need to have a paper. I need to have a paper. I need to show people something. And when I even signed up, you know, when I got my Reiki certification, I'd post my certificate and I joined like the, you know, these different Reiki associations and I would put it on my website and I tell people, oh yeah, I'm registered here, 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 and here. So like, you know, I'm official. Nobody cared nobody cared. I was the only one who did. So, you know, just getting rid of those limiting beliefs and understanding that, that you really are kind of standing in your own way. That's a a really big hurdle to overcome, but I think we can all relate to it.
3: You're so right. Yeah, you're so right, Sydney. And, and, uh, my God, I think all of us like, listen to you talk and we've all been there done that, you know, where the t-shirt had it bronzed. And so I think that we can all certainly relate to, you know, how how you've grown and, and the challenges that you've been through to get there. But isn't it rewarding, though, at the end of the day, you know, when you first started, how fearful, you know, you were unsure. And now, like, I look at you and it's like superwoman, you know, I've got the cape on, move over, here I am. There's just such a really big difference. How did you kind of overcome that? I know you could take courses until the cows come home, but like, what what kind of empowers you to to be empowering others?
2: Wow. Well, I this might not seem like the answer that you would expect, but the the real answer that's coming through is just being mindful and being present, just in the sense that you know. I think so many of us underestimate our value and our worth. And so that's what's keeping us scared and not wanting to put ourselves out there. Or, you know, the second we do put ourselves out there, we're kind of thinking, oh, wait, you know, did I say something wrong? Was should I have said something else? And just by trying to be a little bit more mindful and in the moment and taking the time for gratitude, not just for uh, external things. I think, you know, when we're practicing gratitude, we're always looking for some external things like, oh, you know, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this hot cup of tea, you know, my dog, you name it. We forget that you can tune in sometimes and you can say, you know what, I'm grateful for my confidence that I actually went to this event today. Whereas, you know, I was questioning whether or not I'd want to go. I'm grateful that when I went to this event I had the confidence to share this piece of my story and maybe you know someone resonated with that and they connected with me. It was just kind of taking those small little bite-sized moments almost to watch me from like a bird's eye view or you know from someone else's point of view because whenever I would chat with you ladies or other friends and family in moments where I was feeling like I was making mistakes or doing something wrong or I wasn't good enough it was you three ladies or you know my husband my family my friends or even you know clients who were looking at me saying no like you did really great like thank you so much for for helping me and i was like wow okay you know what maybe i actually can do this and just taking those mindful moments to recognize my wins even when they were smaller than i may have wanted any win is a win no matter what the size is so taking those moments to just recognize what you're doing and how well you are actually doing it That's what gave me the confidence was knowing that, you know what, I'm already here. I'm already doing it. And I'm just going to keep improving. And yet to say that, you know, I, I love looking back even on my old Instagram posts, because in those moments where I'm thinking like, oh man, you know, I'm just feeling really discouraged. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm doing this right. I don't know if I'm growing. What do I have to do? What's different? I'll go and I'll scroll back on all of the things that I posted like a year, two years ago. And not that they're bad; they're you know they're decent, but you can definitely tell that I have expanded and I've grown, yes. and that's what again just kind of gives me that reminder of hey, you know what? I've got what it takes. I can keep moving forward, and I'm going to keep growing.
3: And that's how you empower other people. That's yeah. exactly how you do it, Sydney. You're amazing, Liz. You know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you at this because I know you have question for Sydney. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, and you know, when when you look back, like you just mentioned, Sydney, it is amazing, isn't it? I mean, I can look back too, and and I resonated with um, you know everything that that Amber shared about taking that leap of faith from from uh, going from going full time in a job for somebody else into uh, into our own business. That was definitely a, a hurdle for me, and I just celebrated my nine year anniversary of going full time. Like Woo-hoo. last week, I know nine years. Can you believe it? The, 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 the crazy part is I've been in business for 30 years, girls. <laughs> and I literally only took the leap of faith to go full time nine years ago. That's what's crazy about it. So if you're thinking about doing it, and I know Sydney, you just did it. You just took the the plunge. How did that feel?
2: Yeah, um, it was definitely very scary (laughs) to take that (laughs) leap from the corporate world into being in your business full time. But, you know, just as we were saying, you're always going to have challenges and especially me being a former perfectionist who's still working on it, um, you're never going to have the right moment. So I just kind of had to listen to myself and I was recognizing that, yeah, while there's all of this uncertainty that comes with stepping into this holistic business full time. Looking at my quality of like physical health, mental health, and just kind of general well-being, even I was finding too, you know, I was really struggling to connect with spirit sometimes. And I finally got this hit where it's like, you know, you're not the problem, (laughs) it's your situation, right? Because my, my job was just so energetically draining that I didn't realize how much it was preventing me from moving forward in my business. So while it was definitely a scary thing to take that leap, there was nothing more liberating and exciting than actually doing it. You know, the, the benefits, while it's uh, definitely scary, it far outweighs the cons and, you know, the hesitation that I would have still been experiencing.
0: For sure. And, you know, we're, we are stepped, we've stepped into a holistic business where we are trying to create a harmonious world for others. Um, and we have to stop and smell the roses for ourselves and create that harmonious life for self as well. One of my biggest challenges going um, starting in, in, into my business was getting used to working smart and not hard anymore because I used to be the 40 to 60 hours a week girl. Um, And, you know, I, I always felt that pressure from the, from the job. I was very programmed. Like most people are you, you know, from the age of 12 was when I had my first job and, you know, I was programmed that, you know, you have to work hard to make money and, but you will be rewarded if you work hard. And so re- rearranging my brain to going, okay, so you're working for yourself. Now, I take vacations a lot. The girls will tell you, <laughs> like, I take lots of vacations. That's one of the things I, I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, creating a business for myself, that I, I opened that up for myself. I, I hated the fact that here in Canada, we only start at, you know, one week and then two weeks and it takes years something like 15 years before you get your third week of vacation i was like i am not that doesn't work for me so i decided that i was going to work smart and i was going to you know really compact my work into small areas and i was going to charge accordingly so that i could work smart um did did you find that challenge difficult sydney yourself a
2: little bit, yeah. And you know what? I love that you mentioned about that working hard piece because, yeah, you know, I, I come from parents who would work very hard, um, very strong work ethic, but they also worked very long hours. Uh, my mom worked for an MPP. So, especially around elections, I was lucky if I saw her maybe at 10 p.m. and then she was back out at, you know, 6 a.m. And uh, my dad, even though he works an office job, he's, he's always working, always. And You know, looking at them while I was very lucky growing up, they found a middle ground so that I could still spend some time with them. I looked at that and I'm like, you know what? That's not going to work for me. (laughs) You know, I have a strong work ethic, but I need time to myself. And like you, Liz, whether it's going on vacations or just you know sitting at home reading a book for a week or you know whatever it is, I need time to myself. And when you do start to do that, you find the balance where it's like, okay, you know what, now that I've taken these, you know, vacations here and there and these holidays that I wouldn't have been able to take working in a corporate job, I actually have so much more energy and motivation to throw myself into my business for those fewer hours, fewer days of a week that I'm working. So I did exactly what you said, Liz. I sat down as soon as I started my business. I'm like, okay, 52 weeks in a year, how many weeks vacation do I think I want to take? And then, you know, okay, for the weeks that I'm working, how many days a week do I want to work? And how many hours do I want to work in those days? And I worked it out to think, okay, well, if this is the amount that I want to make in a year, and I now know this is how many hours a week, how many days a week I'm going to be employing myself, this is how I'm setting my rates. This is how I'm going to schedule my, uh, you know, workshops, events appointments you name it. And it was a little bit hard to do because you know you have to recognize that even if it's a number that maybe seems to scare you because you're like, oh, you know, am I am I worth this? Are people going to pay this to come see me? They absolutely will. I find especially in holistic businesses, but any business really. You're not really drawn to a product. You're not really drawn to a service. It might be something that you're looking for or you're intrigued by, but Mostly you're drawn to the person. So you set your rates accordingly. You know, you, you, your worth, you know, your value. And when you put yourself out there, people are going to see you and see your energy. And that's where you're going to get your clients from. So do exactly what you said, Liz, figure out the time that you want off, figure out the days you want to work, get all that sorted and the rest will work itself out.
0: Well, I can't think of a better way to finish and wrap that. This, this episode up, that was perfect. Sydney, how can people get in touch with you um, to hire you?
2: Yes. Yeah. So they can reach me on my website, which is lightyourpath.com. And they can also reach me at my second business, which I'll put in here, which is partnersinpeace.ca. For Partners in Peace, I do energy healing with my friend Brandy, specializing in uh, healing for healers and healing for couples. And Light Your Path, I have my empowerment coaching, energy healing, and psychic medium readings. So those websites are a great place to start. But if they want to find me on social media, Light Your Path is on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram at go light your path.
0: Fabulous. And I can attest as somebody who has worked with you, how incredibly gifted you are. I am so grateful that you joined us today and ladies, it's always a pleasure connecting with you too. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. Yeah.
3: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the psychic jam. Please share if you liked our podcast. For more information on our services, or if you'd like to be listed on our directory, please visit thepsychicassociates.com.